0: It was now or never, law and order was required as Justin held the Beretta in his hands. Nah, scrap that one. The idea of taking a man's life turned Justin's stomach, even though Colin Murphy was a certified monster. Come on, come on, think! Justin's father was a vigilante. His grandpa was the same. They knew what needed to be done. But taking a man's life, even a monster like Colin Murphy, was a difficult line to cross. Shoot, that's not going to work. Curse you, writer's block. Poetic Earthlings. Hopefully he doesn't mind. Nathan, it's me. Sorry to call you so late, but I was kind of... Not a problem, dude. I'm always available. They don't call me the life coach for nothing. Nathan was not only my life coach, but he was also my secret weapon. Whenever there was a problem, he was only a phone call away. Writer's block again. I have three different ways of conveying a message, but I'm not sure which one. I read each one. He listened carefully and thought about his response. How do you want your reader to feel? Well, I I never thought of it like that. I guess uncomfortable, um, nervous? go with the last one. Nathan never steered me wrong. He had a track record of giving the best advice. Wasn't sure how one man could know so much. He told me the best stock options. Vacation packages, real estate investments, and herbal teas. Tastes good. He told me to lower my sugar intake, reduce carbs increase stomach crunches, Ouch. run a daily mile, and eat on processed foods. Nathan was a god. My extra confidence was attributed to him. This unseen man of mystery, this benevolent voice on the other end of the line. I used to think a life coach was ridiculous, because there you have a random mortal telling you how to live. Listen to me! Screw that, I thought. I could figure things out on my own, create my own path, beat my own drum, spark a revolution, and punch a hole in the system. But the system has well-defined muscles, razor-sharp teeth, and a killer instinct. Publishers rejected my manuscript without even looking at it. I got used to the sound of slamming doors and the dreaded sentence, don't call us, we'll call you. That's when I contacted 1-800-LIFE-COACH. Their commercials were contagious.
1: Let's face it, life is unfair. It's difficult to juggle all the moving parts. We inhabit a stressful world of inconsistencies and moral imbalance. What if you had someone by your side to give you words of encouragement or advice? I believe in you. That's where we come in. Our team at 1-800-LIFE-COACH will assign you with an individual that meets your needs. This person will give you the motivation to tackle your fears and turn your weaknesses into strengths. The process is simple. We will conduct a 30-minute psychological examination to match you with your personal coach. Contact 1-800-LIFE-COACH today and start living your dreams.
0: Light! Coach! The 30-minute psychological examination wasn't online. You couldn't even do it over the phone. Check this. You had to drag your sorry self halfway across the city to a shiny new office building made of glass. How inefficient. Opulent, cathedral-style ceiling overlooked the marble floors. Plush sofa chairs in the waiting room. Assorted candies were displayed in a stone hand. Never liked waiting rooms, since I don't like the idea of waiting. At least the candies are not that bad.
1: Adrian Booth, right this way,
0: said a British girl in a white pencil dress and high-heeled stilettos. Measured smile, dirty blonde hair, and a clipboard underneath her arm. If I was 20 years younger and unmarried, there may have been a love connection. But there's no time to think about that.
1: Everyone that joins us here has reached their breaking point, where the universe is a dark, cold, messy place with no exits.
0: Wait, wait, wait a second.
1: Mr. Booth, shut your mouth. As I was saying, you've reached your breaking point. Life has wrestled you to the ground and destroyed your arrogance. You thought you could make it on your own, be the captain of your ship, the pilot of your destiny. But no man is an island, Mr. Booth.
0: She leaned back on her chair. Any person with a trickle of self-dignity would be offended. But there was some truth behind her words. She asked basic questions such as my age, blood type, and social insurance number. No big deal.
1: Where do you see yourself five years from now? On a scale of one to ten, how content are you? What were you doing when you felt most passionate and alive?
0: She jotted everything down in her clipboard and pulled out the contract. Wait, wait a second. I haven't agreed to anything yet. She gave me a stern look and tapped the clipboard with her pen.
1: And what do you disagree with, Mr. Booth?
0: I couldn't think of anything, so I signed it.
1: This is your life coach.
0: She handed me a business card.
1: And get the hell out of my office.
0: So that brings you up to speed, more or less. My life coach, Nathan, is a lifesaver, mind the pun. He's got me out of legal snags and pushed me to live the dream.
1: Adrian. Can I get your autograph? Yes. I'll be signing autographs out front. I have an autograph? Anybody got a pen? Adrian!
0: My first novel went viral. It's
1: phenomenal!
0: The second one was on the verge of eclipsing it, but then... Things started to change. Normally and quite often, I called him to seek his advice, but lately he called me. A uh, double Big Mac and cheese, please. Hello? Adrian, this is Nath. Think twice before biting into that sandwich, my man. Remember your weight loss goal. Nathan? How do you know I was in the restaurant? And back up slowly from the table. Another day, I was tired from working an overnight shift. Turned on the TV to get some relaxation. What's up, Adrian? Your novel's not going to write itself. No famous author binges on Netflix. He had a point. Nathan always had a good point. So I turned off the TV and started working on my novel. The other day I had a fight with my wife. Please will you help me take the trash out? About leaving the toilet seat up or was it taking out the garbage? here. What are you still waiting for? To be honest, I forgot what we're fighting about. What kind of a man are you? Did a child? Nathan, I I can't talk right now. Adrian, listen closely. How long is this woman going to come between you and your craft? You're a rocket ship, and she's the rope trying to drag you down. You know what you need to do. He was right. I can't be the man I need to be if I'm going to be held down by ropes. So I filed for divorce. Moved into a bachelor apartment in the South so I could work on my art. and not hear negative things from her mouth, and leave the toilet seat up without giving up. What's up, Adrian? Your novel's not going to write itself. No famous author binges on Netflix. What's going on? I could swear he said this before. Nathan, hello? Nathan? The line went dead. I brushed it off. Unpacked, hung a painting of the Black Pegasus on the wall. What's up, Adrian? Your novel's not going to write itself. No famous author binges on Netflix. Nath, what's going on? Why are you repeating yourself? Nothing. Just a click thought about it for a while and called him back. Adrian, how's it going, my man? What do you think of your new place? Remember, your novel is not going to write itself. Adrian, listen closely. How long is this woman going to come between you and your craft? You're an artist, a genius, my man. You are a rocket ship, and she's the rope trying to drag you down Nathan was repeating like a scratched vinyl on a record player or a bad 80s sitcom is this all some kind of sick game some reality TV stunt with a hidden camera and paid actors this can't be fake I've been having issues with Nathan, my life coach. Whenever I call him, he's been repeating...
1: Mr. Booth, we can't discuss this matter over the phone. Please come into our office.
0: Half tank of gas later, I arrived. Sat in my comfy chair... And resisted the temptation of the delicious hard candies. Sight of the same magazines on the table, with humans singing the praises of Life Coach. The receptionist seemed friendly, but not too friendly. Miscellaneous chatter about the weather, then back to her keyboard. Just before impatience crept in, she approached in a short red dress, signature clipboard, and professional smile. I wasn't in the mood to return the courtesy. All I wanted was some answers. Is this some kind of scam? I mean, what kind of mental game are you-
1: You're referring to the glitch when your life coach repeated himself.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And what do you mean a glitch? She leaned back in her chair, studied me like a caged animal, and continued slowly.
1: The program is relatively new. There's some minor bugs in the system that will be eradicated.
0: What is she talking about? What does she mean there's bugs in the system? I want to speak to my life coach face to face. She gave me a stern look and opened the filing cabinet. Pulling out a small flash drive.
1: This is Nathan, your life coach.
0: She held it in her manicured fingers, and placed it in her palm. Do you mean to tell me all this time that my-
1: Yes, Mr. Booth. Nathan is a sophisticated algorithm designed specifically to meet your needs.
0: You mean he's not real?
1: Define real, Mr. Booth. Your life coach provided you with tangible results. He's taken your pathetic existence and rescued it from obscurity. Where would you be without him? Don't answer. You'd be trapped in a loveless marriage and a so-called writing career.
0: All this time he's just a computer program?
1: Sit down, Mr. Booth.
0: She struck the table with a ruler. Regained her composure before continuing.
1: What makes you superior to an algorithm? All your actions are predetermined. All I had to do was wear the right dress and put on a fake British accent. And the glitch? That was also planned. So you have two choices. You can end the program and return to mediocrity. Or you can continue life coach and become the man you were destined to be.
0: Imagine if you were a part of an organization that controlled you that told you who you can marry and who not to marry. That told you how much you could spend on a particular car or a vacation. What school you should go to, what school you should probably not go to. That told you how much of a financial percentage of your income needs to go back to the group. That every day you had to either over the phone or face to face confess your sins or your shortcomings. Well, I was a part of a group like this a couple of years ago. That's what inspired me to write Life Coach because I was living it. This organization was a spiritual or so-called spiritual organization. It was supposed to help you, supposed to make you a better person. I believe their intentions were good at the beginning, but things over time got perverse within this group. You not only had your particular life coach, we didn't call it life coach, but let's just say you had your assigned life coach. Well, that person also had a coach and his coach had a coach and it went all the way up to the top of the pyramid. The person that was on top of the pyramid, he was in charge of the entire globe. He was the prime director, if you will. This created some problems. Later on, much later on in the group, people were, felt they were controlled. They didn't have autonomy over their lives. Eventually, the group split apart. Again, some of this reminds me of of my time there in that group. And at times how dangerous, if you're not careful, groups like this could be. I want to thank you so very much for listening to this show. I made a new friend, and you heard her on this episode. Thank you so very much to Emily Inkpen. She's a British author. All the details are on my website, poeticurflings.com, for you to check out her books and her website as well. You could also follow her at Emily Inkpen. Also, Earthlings Studio is open. If you are an author thinking about starting a podcast, then I can help you out with that. I can do all the editing and the sound design as well. We can set up a 30-minute conversation online, no strings attached, Getcha! to see if we are a perfect match. So send me a message on wettercurlings.com. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, show compassion to your fellow human. And I'll talk to you soon.
1: 1-800-LIFE-COACH. How may I assist you? I need your help. Ever put your life in another man's hands? Asked him to put his life in yours?
0: Life Coach. Written and produced by York Campbell. Special performance by Emily Inkpen. This is Shantae from ctamarketing.biz. See you next time on Poetic Earthlings.